that's what we talking about today is credit card debt. And, oh yeah. Um, is that something that we should overlook in a potential partner credit card debt? Or is that, you know, do you need so, to know the credit card debt before you can get involved or how does that, how does that work? Huh? Do we actually have those conversations? I never talk about Remember, we said a couple of weeks ago, don't be asking him about my credit score. Remember, we just, we all said that a couple of weeks right, ago, right? Right, right. So, I mean, at least on the first day, all right? We said, don't ask us on the first day. So at what point, I, I, I'll tell you guys a story. So I got a homeboy who um, it was engaged or is engaged to a young lady and he's pushed off the wedding because she has $15,000 in credit card debt. He's like, well, we're not going to get married until you knock that credit card debt down. And I was like, hmm, you know, I get it. I get it. I don't know. I mean, I, I need to know more about the debt before I push the wedding back, right? How do you guys feel about that? Mm, damn, you didn't know about that before? I mean, you proposed, bro? I think I think uh, probably because I'm the most recent one to go through that, getting married. I think when you look at the amount of debt sitting there and you look at the price for a wedding, it makes it's, you think to yourself like it makes no sense to throw money out the window when you got this big old you know elephant sitting right here right and a lot of people might feel like a wet you know not a lot of people a lot of women have this wedding concept of of how they want it to be but the dollar value doesn't really add up to it especially when you got it when you got debt sitting right there and that's gonna be his debt two days after the wedding you know what I mean but it's, it should, it's be, be, should be her dad's debt, though. Let's talk about that. You feel that, me? I <laughs> mean, I don't know his. I don't what know her daddy got to do with it? Oh, what are you talking about? Yo, <laughs> yo, no, no, listen to what he's saying. Go listen ahead, saying. <laughs> I understand what he's saying. I understand it too. A lot I of cultures, you know, the, the, the like, father pays know. for the wedding. Tell so me that, That's not that's not like a rule in your community or in, you know from your family. Like no, historically, the woman's father is supposed to pay for the father of the bride wedding. bro when that when was the last time any father paid for a wedding bro, like I, don't wife, I got friends that, that was the rule i always heard about growing up that was the rule wait chemo this happened recently somebody's dad of the, I, the, I, the I parents of the bride pay for the wedding yeah I have, I have friends that are that have done that and i don't i mean they're not they're not african-american if you're wondering they're not they're, they're not they're not uh, especially in like what, what's their nationality though it's better Bro, right, I'll tell you right now. Let's go. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I don't know why or what. <laughs> Subject matter expert. For all Hispanics, man, it's unfair to make him speak. I would tell you right now that that shit does not exist. At least uh, <laughs> on, on my end, my wife and I, we paid for every single mm -hmm. little thing. You know what I mean? Um, maybe her dad, you know, did gifted something. My dad gifted a little something here and there. But as far as the overall picture, we paid for the whole the whole thing. You know, Angel, so, how old were you when you got married? If you don't mind I was, me asking, I was twenty-five. When I okay, got okay. Because yeah. uh, I, I, and, I experienced the same thing, but I, I, I felt like people didn't want to pay for our wedding be, is because they didn't really believe in the marriage because we were so young, right? And people were like, "Oh, we're throwing the money down the drain at this point, right?" <laughs> so that's why I didn't do it. That's why I asked you how old you were. Go ahead. No, no, I think uh, you know, shoot, you know, if if uh, let's say you're twenty-one, twenty-two. I don't think that's that's young, you know what I mean. I think that's pretty I much you. Yeah, if you, if you feel like that's where you are, and you feel that's the best move, even though there is a lot more to to experience in in life because that's still early. Right. But if you feel that that is the right time, I think uh, you should make the move. And listen, man, if you have parents 
that are helping. I'm not saying deny that help, but I'm saying, you know, if, you know, don't beg for it, you know what I'm saying? Figure out a way because life is going to come with those types of scenarios, those types of challenges. And that's actually the perfect first challenge to have. So can I ask you, Angel, do you think that a man and woman should have the, their finances together? Or at least let me just say the man, but I don't know, Brandon, if this would apply to your philosophy, but should we have our money together before we propose like money for a wedding before we propose to our girlfriend? Yeah, I think, absolutely. I think both. Yeah, absolutely. I think both. Uh, and I mentioned this in a couple of episodes, right? I think that, uh, it is wise to get yourself into a situation where the woman has a really good head on her shoulders. Uh, she is financially stable. Uh, she is, you know, Hey, on my end, right. She knows a little bit about investing here and there, things like that. Not, not the, it doesn't have to be like the full picture, right? Everybody's still under development, especially if you're younger, we're all under, you know, development, but that is a wiser move to go into a situation where you're both kind of at the same level financially. But, but see, now we're talking, mental state we're talking paradigm or um the you know in our habits right but what yeah. about actual money in the bank you know weddings cost what 20 grand uh, uh a modest wedding about 20 grand yeah that's come modest. on you guys are married that's, Kimo, yeah, that's, yeah, that's modest. a modest wedding yeah <laughs> so about 20 grand right 35 so yeah, so modest. and that's money specifically for the wedding so i'm not talking about your whole life savings you only have 25 grand so as a man, when do we have the conversation with our girlfriend to determine, or when do you guys do it, to determine whether we can afford to have a wedding before I propose? Like, it works that way? You are, you determine if you have the money to have if a wedding. If you're smart, if you're smart, and if you are not married or engaged yet, have it before. Because the moment you propose, the clock is ticking. Yep. And it's, mm -hmm. at that point, they don't wanna hear none of that shit. Right. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you propose, and it goes, and it goes public, the next question everybody's going to ask is, when is the wedding? Yeah. Right. So I have in my mind, I have in my mind the ideal time between proposal and, and wedding. But you guys married, man, what was your situation like? It's about a year. I would say when you announce well, you proposed to her, yeah, it's about a year. I think that's a great timeline. Okay. Because if you, if you think about it, right, let's say you don't have all the money for the wedding. Let's say, let's say you go half and half with, with your future wife. I'm just saying, right, if that's the case. You don't have all of it yet. You have that year to kind of strategize and plan where the rest of that money is gonna is gonna be coming from. And I think that's that's wise. I don't think you know. Hey, listen, if you have it right, you know, if you have everything at the bank, and you want to shorten that time up, and it's like instead of a year, three months. I don't know who can plan a wedding that quick. I was I was I was I was engaged and married within five months. Well, and a quick plan. And, and and it was because. I knew we wasn't gonna have like a huge wedding. Hey Baker, how much money you had in the bank when you when you proposed? Oh shit! I think I had just started with my with my in my career, um, so I made well, five thousand dollars. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it might not have thirty five hundred. Like, baby, will you marry me? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it will you commit to thirty five hundred for life? Especially after buying a ring, right? The mm -hmm. ring kind of right. strapped me down, right? So mm -hmm. I was able to find a church for free. Like you just start piecing shit together at that point, right? So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about it before. Are yeah. they are weddings overrated or you know underrated? But I think 
wasting all that money on a, on a on a wedding, you know, for people who really, some people don't even care about you. They just want to show up and for the, for the show, for the show, you know. So I think. But, well, you kind of get that. You get that money back though from all the gifts and everything that you get at the door. People ain't giving oh, gifts bro. like that, bro. No word. Never, never go into stuff. the expectation that you're getting, you know, anything you're, you're, back, huh? Anything back. Yeah, I said you give him money away at that point. But you're you're just, basically just throwing a party. Just going back to the scenario, like with yeah. my homeboy and his homegirl or his his uh, fiance, it was her debt was all accumulated on like bags, shoes, um, yeah, like 15, 15 racks of that shit. And he was like, I, yeah, I can't, I can't go into a, a marriage. And strap myself to that kind of debt, right? And so, I, I think it was reasonable. And like she kind of bucked at it, but hey, they get married in a couple of months, so she figured it out, you know. Yeah, if it's important, it's important. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand people with credit card debt. I just okay. don't, especially north of a couple thousand dollars. I just don't understand that. That that's that's bordering, um, borderline. Um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's borderline uh, immature. It's borderline. Sure. Yeah, it, it is a level uh, of immaturity for sure. Well, it depends. Like, like irresponsible, right? Irresponsible. It's irresponsible. irresponsible. There we go. Yeah. And then it also depends on like where you guys are, right? So if someone went through a tough time, I think we mentioned that on our pre-production yesterday, then they might have to rely on credit cards for a certain amount of time. But then there's a reason why they have that debt, right? It's right. not necessarily like just accumulated on bags and so on or right. just poor choices, food, even eating out, bro. That kept, all those $12, $12, $20, you know, little meals you eating at Chipotle, bro, that, that'll add up before you know it. Yeah. You know, you spent a few hundred dollars, you spent four or $500 at Chipotle in a month. So is that a red flag? It's a red, a red flag. flag. Sure, spending I, habits. Because you then, habits. That's what that's what we're really talking about here is do we assess our our uh, partners spending habits, their saving habits, their money? What's the relationship like with money? Um, we need to assess that before we get into a into a fully full on committed, even just relationship, like just dating relationship. That's something that we should figure out. But I think how you do it is is important because I asked a question earlier, like, uh, you know, do we even care? Do we get into all that before you get married? And kind of answered my own question. Whereas like, yeah, you do have to like assess the woman's finances, her debt, whatever. But I think you just have to do it in a smooth way. But but see, that's why I I, I always encourage people to do premarital counseling because the hard mm. questions that you don't, that you are afraid to ask or the, the hard conversation that you're afraid to ask, you kind of front load that with your, with your the therapist or the minister or wherever you go. And you tell them so they can answer, so they can ask, and then you can have that natural conversation. But premarital counseling might be a little late in the game. So how can we do this early? Like, should we start premarital gotta, counseling ask, three months in, six months in? I think you, you got to ask a question. You I mean, if you're not paying attention to spending habits, you're not paying attention to how they overall, your partner is overall moving. You should be able to predict and see what's going on. You know, mm -hmm. at least have a clue. Right. And then I agree. Then lead to an overall conversation like, hey, I noticed, you know, if you're living with the person and you see this uh, bill from the credit card company coming in and, and it's thick, it's thick. <laughs> like, um, so they, yeah, they so everything all right with that? Everything is all right. Like, you know, it, ain't, it ain't that human out there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, let, let me ask Sorry. you this, Brandon and uh, Jason, right? You guys are, you know, out there dating, right? 
what is the average dating lifeline from somebody from beginning to marriage? What, what are you guys seeing out there right now? Because I mean, mm. when I was when I was doing it, it was it was like three years. What's crazy is that two, I don't think B, you can answer um, too, but I don't think that there's a typical number these days. Yeah, like right. people, people are not getting married, bro. They, they hop, uh, oh, I see what you're either they, yeah, it's hard to say that there's a typical number because what I'm seeing is people either they get married real quick or what I would consider real quick within right. un, under a year, or they date for, you know, five, 10 years and they yeah. just stay dating. You know, they might even have kids, start a family and everything before yeah. even getting but to don't the you, For those people, don't you kind of wonder like, yo, when bro gonna pop the question? Like when, when they- yeah. I was just okay. having this conversation with one of my yeah, friends. I'm like- kids. Like y'all been together like 10 years. Like so. One of my friends, and I ain't going to put nobody out there, but <laughs> she was trying to, we were just having a conversation where she was telling me about her experience with her boyfriend's family. And when uh, she was trying to explain the, the characters in the story, when she tried to explain the, one of the characters that's related to her boyfriend, she had to go through so many loops and hoops to get to it. So it was like, oh. so my, my, um, my boyfriend's sister's, kids dad but they live together but i don't know if they're engaged yeah but they're might as well be married but anyway it's not even about them i don't know how to <laughs> describe that guy and their relationship but they have kids together they live together they are basically married well, but they're not but we were talking about something different and it took like a cool five to seven seconds to, to just explain that, that character <laughs> and i was like hold on wait, wait, wait. before we even proceed why don't dudes marry their girl? Like, bro, marry your girl. You yeah. got kids. What do you yeah, got? I, all these like. Just... I think it does boil down to what we said. Like, <laughs> okay, if you, your, if you don't have your money right, right, you you're always a work in progress. And I think for some people, in their mind, they feel like there's certain things that need to be accomplished first before they can get married. And then some people are of the mindset of we're gonna accomplish and cross that line together. Right? Yes. And so I think. It's nothing but a conversation to be had, but a lot of men, because of what we said earlier, have your money together before you propose. So now he always in the back of your mind, you wonder like, I don't know if my money's right. I don't, I don't, mm -hmm. know. I don't mm -hmm. know. You will never know. You feel me? Thinking, so, should I spend this five grand? Should I save this five grand? Or spend it on a vacation? Right. Should we go to Mexico, go to Hawaii, or should I put this in the savings account so that I can be ready to get married? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm going I'm to I'm put it back on you guys, uh, uh, the non-married bros. Have you accomplished everything that you wanted to? And are you at a point now where if the right young woman comes along, you are ready to get married? You ask hard questions. I'm going to let B go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you ask hard questions, bro. I, I consider myself always a work in progress, but where I am today is a lot further than where I was, let's say, even five years ago, you yeah. know, so I'm like in the best position that I've probably been in, you know, for my whole life. But yeah, I think there's a few more things that I want to accomplish first before I hop out there. But, you know, you never know. Like, it's it's, it's, it's all a feel for me. Right. Like how I, how I'm feeling at the time. But I would say if you in a relationship for two plus years at the age that we are, I mean, it's you might as well. It's 
Too I don't like that. I don't like that phrase. Might as well. It, it's not might as well. It's, it's not, not might as well. But I'm just saying, though, if you if you've proven that you can be consistent with this one person for two years, what is you should the, honor? Well, you should honor. You should honor that relationship. I respect her time. Respect her time. Is that respect her time? Yeah. And the reason I brought that question up was because two, three years—that's enough time. If if that's the case, right? Two, three years is enough time to figure out. How, everything, everything, how, <laughs> you know, how she's managing that, that $15,000 credit card. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, is, she paying, is she paying $50 a month? <laughs> <laughs> I'll put something on it. Let me put something on it. While interest just rack up, interest racking up, bro. You can't never right. get that bill down, man. I, uh, I, right. I made that dumbass mistake when I was young, like in my early twenties, I got my first credit card when I was 18 and they gave me this crazy credit limit for an 18 year old. I think I had like $13,000 or something like that. 18, bro. 18 with $13,000, right? So uh, I wasn't 18. I think I was 19. I was 19, actually. So, but um, I I ran it up. You can imagine. (laughs) I ran that boy up, you know? And um, then in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I could just pay this monthly payment. Bro, I swear I paid. It took me maybe six years to pay off $13,000. Bro, it wasn't thirteen thousand dollars. It wasn't I spent yeah. thirteen, <laughs> but I paid probably twenty six. Yeah. Yeah. I probably paid twenty six. That's right. Yeah. The fact that you just said that goes back to Chris's friend. So now you're talking about six possible six years right. to pay that off. <laughs> If bro got that much time before nah. the wedding. But I was also bullshitting. So I didn't even realize it until <laughs> late. Like, bro, I need to pay off this debt. And then I started, you know, paying in lump sums because it was never going down. It's kind of like y'all, if you've ever had a bill from the IRS, it's the same thing. Them damn IRS bills never go down, man. Every year they send you your statement, right? <laughs> Worst part of the year is right bro, now. Right. Bro. <laughs> go ahead and just pay that, man. Pay them off because it'll never go down, you know? I hate tax season. Interest. I, I hate interest is, interest is a killer. Don't miss, don't don't be late on your <laughs> yeah. payment two times in a row. <laughs> bro, yeah. Don't be late on anything. Don't Especially be late on anything, bro. Nothing. Bro, if you live in LA, LA is the most greedy. I love LA. It's my city, but they greedy, bro. I got a tax, a property tax uh, bill for having tenants. So it's this new thing. If you have tenants, you got to pay the city a, a separate property tax, right? Right, right. It says you have to pay this amount, X amount of dollars. I think it was like 300 bucks by uh, February 28th, right? But if you pay after February 28th, and then it says in parentheses, and it says re- payment received, not postmark date. Right. So they, they know how far you the, are. They want right? their <laughs> Yeah. Bro, it says Bro, that the, the, the payment due after uh, February 28th is $910. I'm like, how do you go from 300 Right. It's theft, 900. Bro. It is legal theft. Yeah. It's legal theft. It's crazy, is. man. It's criminal what they be doing. Criminal, <laughs> so so with that said, like, all right, we got to have, like, obviously I paid that bill immediately, right. but it's, it's, um, we, we have to assess our partners. We have to assess a lot about our partner, but that includes their spending habits, saving habits, um, their relationship with money altogether, because, what, is it, what do people say? I mean, I haven't seen these stats myself, but I always hear that the two main reasons for a divorce are money and sex, right? So yep. if you guys aren't on the same page with those two things, your chances of being divorced are higher. And then higher. the fact that 
you live in California and you have Instagram, it just gets higher and higher and higher as, <laughs> as, as you add more things on. So um, I think that we have to assess those things. I mean, I like what B said. And to answer the question, I like what B said about within two years, man, you should know and respect her time, honor the relationship. Um, for me, like it starts with me first dating with a specific intention, which I've never done before. It took until, me until now. Yeah. Honestly. I, I wish you just some well, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're not the only one. You're not the only one. Yeah. 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 So it's like you have to date with a certain <laughs> intention. And then your mind is like, okay, cool. I'm gonna start looking at certain things in my partner to see if we're compatible in these other ways. <laughs> and it, it's also a, a look in the mirror, which is crazy because you start looking outside at other people, but then you you see things in them that you that you don't like, but then you realize you do them too, and you're like, oh, I need to change that behavior, yeah. whatever it may be. It could be spending habits. Let's just yeah. keep talking about that because yeah. that's a safe zone, right? You see, she has poor spending habits and saving habits, and you're like, man, I can't marry into a situation like that. But then you also realize, bro, I'm like Baker. I only got thirty five hundred in my life savings right now, <laughs> you know, whatever. So, <laughs> so um, you start to really see, like, okay, yeah, I need to sharpen up and have more to I, I i don't want to use the term bring to the table but more yeah. more so i need to be more prepared yeah. right yeah. so if if the number though is twenty thousand dollars for a modest wedding that means that both the, the both people from meeting each other if they hadn't saved if they hadn't saved anything before that means that at that moment that they met each other they, they better start saving at least four hundred dollars a month if they're gonna get married within each, if they're gonna get married within two years, or her parents need to step up like they're so, supposed to be doing. But like Angel said, you can't expect anybody to do anything. Yeah. Right. And and I got a rule, and I, I think Brandon, you're the only one that knows about this rule. I think I told you this rule. It's always safe. It's always the best way, uh, or the best method to always have your salary, your full salary saved. You gotta have. It's a good. year's worth of salary saved. If you don't have a year's worth of salary saved, you're not doing it right. Before but you, you got. Hey, hold on, Angel. Before Angel, you Angel, Angel, you no, got to no, realize. Just in general. Hold on, Angel. You got to realize you you are in the woods, right? So the salary of people that live out there in the woods. I don't think you understand. No, I don't think you no, understand. No. The salary of people that live in the city. It may take. It may take some time to to save that amount of money. I'm not saying he's saying doing it one year, but in six years, if you could put away. He's saying at least have that. I thought you were talking about before. I thought you talking about before you married the, the, no, the woman. Uh, nah, okay, I'm like, how do you how do you do that? No, no, I think right. I think I think uh, you know if you if you go back to 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 everything, I think it's a it's very underestimated that it's a mindset thing, right? And going back to before you get married with somebody and and before you meet somebody, you got to work on yourself, right? You have to figure out who you want to be, what you want to do and who you want to attract, right? So working on your mindset, working on yourself, think about it like a radio station, right? 94-7, the wave, right? You want to, you want to listen to jazz, you, you know you got to go to that station, right? So whatever, wherever your mindset is at, that's what you're going to be attracting. You can't go to a different station and, and like 94.9, for example, and say, I, I hope I listen to jazz in this station. It ain't going to work. Yeah, but you right. can't you can't you can't go to you can't go somewhere where where, where you can't uh, where you can command that which is there. I guess you understand what I'm saying. Like you can want something all you want, but if you can't command that attention, or if you can't com command that kind of a woman, 
You're just wasting your time. Well, there you go. But you just said it. You answered the question. Command, right? You you gotta you gotta be there yourself. You gotta be in that position, right? So if you're not mentally there, if you're not working on yourself, so so to be at that level where you're commanding, where you're attracting that towards your your life, yeah, then you're not you're not ready. You're not there yet. And and if you if you are not ready and you're just going out just like thinking you're a magnet, just trying to attract everything that that uh that's gonna stick to you, that you're gonna get a little bit of a a whole bunch of mixed scenarios. So what you're saying, Angel, is be be the person you want to attract. Be the person you want to you want to attract. I I I fully agree with that. And that's exactly what I was saying. I discovered when I started dating with intentions to find my life partner, right? Or to be with someone long term. Be the Um, person you want to attract. Yeah, that's a good one, right? Write that one down too. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta you gotta be the person you want to attract. And again, you know, if uh yeah. Now, if you're not working on yourself, I don't know if I want to attract me. Do you understand? Do you guys understand? Okay. That? So you're admitting right now that oh, you got some ways that are you got some not good ways, then? No, no, I'm not a perfect candidate at all. No, I, let me be clear about that. But I also, I don't want to attract me. I want almost the opposite of me. Right. I, I hear what you're saying, Baker. Like I maybe not in the financial sense, though. You don't want the opposite in that it's way. T- that, you want to be somebody you you're more so equal you just with said it, that Chris. way. Mm-hmm. What's that? Let's say you're financially stable, right? You got everything okay. on track. You're clean. You know, it, it can't go with everything. You know what I mean? What you're saying probably is you like pizza. She likes burgers. That's a completely different thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Got it. We're, We're talking, talking about values over likes. We're talking about values, which have, which are the, the fundamentals in the building blocks of that relationship, right? Of building a life together. The yeah. building that life together. Yeah, so you have flow. to be on the same page, but you also want to make sure that you're building the bricks that you're bringing to that relationship are high quality bricks. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Cause you don't, you don't want to be in a, in a relationship, right? You don't want to be in a relationship. And then, cause you, let's say you rushed into that relationship and then in that relationship, tell your girl, be like, listen, I'm working on me right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working on me. So you work on you. I work on me. Like how are you going to be working on that relationship? So if you do that before you go out there and start looking for that relationship, then you know what I'm saying? It's good. Oh, oh, let me play devil's advocate. Hold on. You don't yeah, have to be ready. You don't have to be your best self. I'm not saying hundred percent, but that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what you're saying. All right. Well, let me, let me track back because if you go into a relationship and you start saying, listen, I got to work on me right now. What you're basically doing is you're, you're uh, not giving the attention that relationship is going to need to succeed. Well, B said something earlier. He was saying like you're always going to be working on yourself. Is that what you said earlier, B? Right. Yeah. 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 So, you're so what? Doing. How does that matter? How do how do you put what Angel's saying together with you also working on yourself the entire time, even after you with that person? Well, I think that both partners have to be at a certain level, or, or in a they have to be like minded in a certain way to where it naturally fits. Right. But then you can grow together. Right. But if you are not even at this base level and then you try to get with somebody that's way up here, it's probably not going to work because y'all don't fit together at the current moment. You know, so yeah, that's what what I'm saying is that work, get get most of the kinks worked out if you're going to decide to get married. But we're always as human beings a work in progress. Um, but the major things you need to iron that out, man, before you decide to partner or even bring a kid in this world, because now these bad habits or, or things that you lack now, 
can now carry over to the kid now. Mm-hmm. Now, now yeah. they're influenced by your mm-hmm. flaws that you haven't fully worked out within your So you need, to, you need to do a self-vetting of your own core qualities, right? You yeah, got to yeah. self-assess your core qualities, self-assess the things that you think you want to bring to the relationship and that you want to pass. You want This is what you offer your girl. Like, like I said, bring to the table earlier, right? So you bring these values, you bring these uh, traits, these characteristics, not just because you're talking about the in, intrinsic person, not just the materialistic value, you know, value. You're talking about how are we going to have this family? How are we going to sustain it? How are we going to, if you, you decide to have children, how are we going to raise our kids? You know, you have to think like that before you get into a relationship with each other, or at least be at the level where that's where you're thinking. And then you guys can kind of share those thoughts with each other to determine whether you're compatible enough. You know, what's crazy, bro, is we always talk about, you know, the importance of finances and having your money together, right? So I have a a friend of the family who her husband was not always, um, I guess you could say equally yoked or financially yoked Mm -hmm. with her, right? Mm -hmm. So in the beginning, they got together and bro didn't have his money, his money right. You know, eventually he got his money right. He's now a, mil- a real estate mogul. Good for him. You know, and so what? another question that I was asking y'all is that outside of financially, what are some ways that men, I mean, outside of financially, what are some way other ways that men can lead? Because we already know that's a requirement. You got to yes. get, you got to have your money right. Right. But is that the only thing that men bring to the table? It's not the only thing, but it should be one of the things that you do bring to that relationship, at least in my opinion. Right. No, we agree on that. Yeah. Okay. What okay. else though? Like, so what else do we, as men, do you think that we bring to the table besides our money? Um, I think our, first off, I think the most important thing would be, everything that keeps that relationship together, right? Helps that woman be her best self outside of the relationship. I'm talking about just in life, because I think that when two people get together, you guys are still building your individual lives, but you have each other as partners and supporting each other on your individual journeys, right? So the love that you that you give your wife, the unconditional love, unbounded love, the, the, uh, platform that she can work and grow from the pot or the, you know, that she can, and the soil that she can grow from and do all her things in life. Like you bring that to the table, that stability, that security, secure, that that's a sense of security, you know, like, you know, no matter what goes on in my life, you know, I'm going to take this risk. I'm speaking like, if I'm the woman, I'm going to take this risk and take this job, do something different um, that or go back to school if it's that, but I know that I have my man to not necessarily like, uh, like he's my plan B or he's my emergency pull switch, but you just feel confident because she might be making more money than you. Let's just put it, let's just keep it real. Right. She, it may not necessarily be the, the financial security, but it's more of the emotional security. Like no matter what, he makes me feel confident. He helps me feel confident. He helps me, uh, see the potential in me and, this is what better soil to grow from, what better platform to start from uh, than at home, you know, like and feeling good about your home situation. So I think that that's like the most important thing men bring to the relationship is that emotional security. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think that what a, a woman want, what a woman wants more than anything else in a husband is to feel secure 
uh, in that in that marriage, right? Yeah. And and, and that security comes from financially, uh, physically, emotionally. Uh, uh, making sure that the husband's going to always make the right decision, right? That's all part of security. Um, and I, I think it really is that simple. I think if you provide that kind of security, you'll always have a happy wife. Well, and I'd like to know, like, Kimo, you got you and your wife, you guys are fairly new, right? How many years? About fairly new. Three years. Huh? Uh, but you guys dated for a little while before, so y'all, y'all been together for about, like, five, good five years. Yeah, five or six, yeah. Okay, so... In that you obviously grew. There's some things that you that you went through in your life that you aren't where you started, like from right. financially, even emotionally, and so on. How what is that that process like when you're growing with your you're growing yourself, becoming right. this emotionally secure, stable platform to grow from for your wife? Like, what is that experience like? How did, what was it like for her? I mean, I guess this will be a question for her, but you looking back on it now. Basically, I'm saying, how much hell did, did your wife have to go through seeing you grow to get to the point where you're actually a good husband? <laughs> I think it wasn't a lot of hell for her. I mean, I think like how you said, when you when you start becoming more intentional, you start thinking differently, right? And so when I was intentional about making her my wife, I started to realize like she's gonna have to count on me. So I gotta make sure I got my shit together no mm-hmm. matter what, right? So I don't have bad days at work because she got to, you know, if she, we can't both be doing bad at work. Like mm-hmm. I, if I hate my job and she hates her job, we're going to be, you know, some fucked up shit. So I'm going to suck up whatever I got to do, put in extra hours, do what I got to do to make sure she can do what she needs to do to be her best self. And mm-hmm. so being that foundation, uh, something I learned early was being somebody she could lean on. You know what I mean? If something was wrong, not making it worse. Yeah. Trying to, you know, absolve the situation. Like she had a bad day at work and you come in like, I had a bad day at work too. Exactly. Like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I ain't going to talk to myself the after inf- this. But I'm the infamous uh, Chris quote, two emotional motherfuckers ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Gonna work. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Always always being there, always being somebody to turn to. Um, like I said, outside of financially, I mean, I guess being supportive, being foundational, uh, being somebody to, um, I guess, take responsibility. You know, um, I put myself... Yeah. A second um for her without even you know without even asking but you know she yeah. never asked that but it's just that's how you know I, I make her feel like she can do anything try anything if she said you know what i want to go fucking paint boats for the rest of my life i'd be like go for it have a ball like you could do it. if that's what you want to do go for it like have a ball yeah you good bro i ain't there yeah. yet <laughs> yeah, but that's but that's my wife though. You know, what I mean? that's when you know, okay, but yeah, but that's you when you know you're that's when you know you're ready to be married though too. Right, right. That right. is probably the evolution of it. I don't yeah. know about paint boats for a living. Well, I'm just I'm no, saying something ridiculous. He's, he's, like, okay. Example, yeah. I, no, I'm just saying like something. That, that, I would not I would not tell her no. I would be like, you know what? If that's what you want to do. Go for it. Yeah. And if it don't work, bring your ass back. But if she says she want to cut her hair off and 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 dye her scalp pink. You gonna be like, hold on, baby, that's gonna mess with your job. <laughs> that, that, because in the marriage, there's a responsibility regardless, right? So yeah. she has her, she has the onus to do her part. I'm gonna do my part. So yeah, we gotta take care. I of the think main thing. y'all, I, we don't have anything concrete yet. Y'all said be supportive, right? That's what y'all saying. Emo- emotional support. Emotional Just support. Be- but when I ask women this question, that's I said, what do y'all provide outside the P? And oh, you mean the inverse? What do they bring they, to the they table? Say the same thing. We're going to be supportive. We're going to be emotional supportive. So both pe- both parties bring that emotional support. Yeah, most definitely. Man, okay, like Chris, like from a biblical standpoint, if the man is the head of the household, right? 
it, but if you, what woman is going to follow your lead if they make more than you? Now, I, I agree. I think you're going to have a hard, I think you're going to have a hard time having a woman follow you. No, if, I don't think, if she, I don't think so. If, I don't think so. If you are, if you are a man. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be what hard. I'm asking. What are y'all? It's not, it's not going to be hard. What it's not going to be hard. What do we bring to the table? Money is not what makes you a leader. It's not what makes you the man in a relationship. All right. So it's got to be something intrinsic in you. <laughs> if you don't got it, then you don't got it. So no amount of money is going to ever make you the man in a relationship. A lot of them. And if you with a woman that's trying to be the man in a relationship, you probably don't want to be with that woman. Sure. Sure. I get that's, that's too. A, I get that too. no damage. You don't want to be that woman. Like you want to be somewhere else. So I think, I don't think money makes you the man. It doesn't make you, it, it, it gives you power to a woman who may not have any money, who might need you. It might make you, you know, it might give you control, but it definitely doesn't make you the man. It doesn't make you a leader. Well, Couldn't have said it better. Women seek seek stability, right? So yeah, they, they definitely seek stability, but so they also a lot of them see finances as that is the that is the great a root yeah. their stability. That's not the only element of stability because even if you think back, and Angel, I know you wanted to say something. I'm gonna let you get in this, but even if you think back to what you were saying a, a couple eps ago about your relationship with your dad, you said financially he was always good. But it was that throwing, playing catch, you know, didn't have that. It's the other side of it, the emotional the, support and stability. That was stability. a father-son relationship. Oh, it's a relationship. It's a relationship. But money's not the only thing you that get, makes a relationship you get, you get different things from different people in your life, but it's still a relationship. And there, there are other ways that you need people to support you and lift you up. It ain't just money. But I I, I mean, you guys are in, in a pocket with this one. So I'll let Angel what get I would in. Say, go ahead, Angel. Yeah, I mean, look, man, a lot of people, I think, uh, throw the mind to the side and the mind is a powerful thing right this is what makes money this is what makes creates everything the emotional support the financial everything the relationship everything comes from here right a woman is going to look at the mind where is this where's where is this person's mind at you know what i'm saying when, when you guys were mentioning like if she makes more that woman is not going to let you lead that's, that's not seen, what we said. It's going to be hard. That's not what we said. We hard. said it's going to be harder to lead when she has, when she's bringing in more money. It's, it's going to be harder. harder. But it depends harder on how you lead. If you, yeah. lead no, sure. if you no, have I, the money, no, of course, I, when the tables are turned, she's going to be like, I got the power now. But because if, if, if you if you lead by, I got more than you or you less than because you make right. less money, then right. of course, that's the pivot. But right. if you lead with intention, with vision, with with progress, right? With with all these different intangible thoughts, mm -hmm. she's gonna have to. You, you, if she trusts you, it shouldn't matter how much money you make. Have you heard of the saying like money corrupts, power corrupts? Like exactly, they sure. do. Sure. Yeah, and and uh, it applies in relation. I'm telling you, it's, everything is relationships. And you have a relationship with your wife, your kids, your parents, your job, your us. This is a relationship. Your relationship with your phone. All, everything is a relationship. So how many broke friends y'all got? Do anybody have a broke friend? That stays in a relationship. Nope, you no. sure don't. You no, sure but, don't. You but, but every but but every broke person I know has a bad mindset. That's you see, and it, no, no. that is true. No, 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 they they no. stay in that cycle. Right. They stay in that cycle. See, I don't know. The word, Hold on. The word broke true. would imply that the mindset is broke, right? Because it's not literally broke. Bro, right? That's not something that you like. That's why I'll never say, no matter how. Um, Low, my funds get. I would never say I'm broke. I'm broke. Okay. Broke you is never say that. For broken. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So no, I'm not. There. I also think that's an unfair question because 
there are lots of people who don't have money because I think that's what you mean. Let's right. just keep it real. Yeah. Who, who are in, who have relationships, whether they're troubled or loving relationships. Go to. Have you been in the East Side recently? Bro, it's people walking down bro, the street pushing it. Don't disrespect, uh, bro, where I grew up, bro. I grew up on the East Side, yet? too. I grew up on the East Side, too. And I'm, not, I'm, not, said nothing yet. I'm not, I'm not said disrespecting the East Side. I grew up, like, bro, I grew up on the East Side, too. I'm just saying. We know. No, I'm just saying that's where lower, okay, lower socioeconomic families live on the East Side. But there are families, units there. There's a husband and wife in a lot of those homes. There's yes. that are, and both people require, you know, general relief. and. Yes. And but they're making it work. So they uh, just because you don't have money doesn't mean that you can't make a relationship work. Why? Because relate because money is not the key. It's not the it's not the foundation of a relationship. It's the emotional support. You ever see two broke bums on the street? They ain't got to be my friends. These are people that you just see just a, a broke, yeah, homeless couple. You're right, you're right. Uh, in love. Sure. They, you know, and think I, if I was homeless, bro, I would want somebody to hold me down like that too. Like, yo, right. we gonna be outside sleeping on, you know, under a bridge, baby. Come keep me warm. You know, let's keep each other warm up under this bridge. But what you but, ain't you know. seeing, <laughs> what you ain't seeing, is somebody, what a particularly a woman marrying or being with some uh, um, a guy that is financially broke. We'll say financially broke, so that we don't talk about the whole person, right? You almost never see it. Yeah, because because the mind says don't. You saying a good catch? I'm saying it. The angel, angel made the point that the mindsets matter. So, so a woman who has her her money right, her career is going in the right direction, and money's coming in, she's not even going to. No matter how fine, okay, with some exceptions, I'm sure there are women out there. Right. But no matter how fine this man is, if, if it come with terrible spending habits or just terrible habits in general, it could be drug habits, whatever. Yeah. They're not going to wife these dudes or husband. And that's dudes. so crazy though, because but, I literally have a homegirl, bro. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend is the opposite. She's a super achiever. Mm-hmm. She owns multiple properties, mm-hmm. but she likes my other homeboy, but he don't have his stuff together. You know what I'm saying? But for some reason she keeps going back to him. She's not black, let me say, but he is black and Puerto Rican. But um, so she's in love with him for not for that reason. I, I mean, and look, it's, like I said, she's an exception. She's one of those women who are exceptional people who <laughs> who are, who have their stuff together, but they're willing to risk it all to be with someone who wait. Is she actually, controlling though? Is she controlling in that relationship? I don't know how she is in a relationship, but you know. I don't know what their specific. Mm. That's a risk. Is. If you if you if you're locking it down, if you're even in a relationship with someone like just a sexual relationship, and this yeah, don't, don't apply. Know if that might be it. I don't know if that's what. No, if you even if you're uh, in a like a, a, a frivolous relationship with someone that has terrible habits, bro, you at risk because if a baby comes from that situation, you locked in with that for life. Like the marriage ain't even as solidified as you having a child with that person. So I wouldn't even move in that direction. Again, mindsets. But I'm I don't care how fine women, you are. There's some women who overachieve or we mm-hmm. say like the Oprah's, mm-hmm. the Stedman. And they're okay but Stedman is not, don't have a broke mindset. And I don't know him. I don't know a lot about him, but I'm a hundred. I can say it with certainty. This goes I, to what Chris was again, what Chris was saying is that they're not on the same level financially. Financially, but you don't know where her spiritually they are, obviously. But spiritually, emotionally, they are on the same so level. As a matter of fact, thing, Jay, yeah, I know, I know. So I'm saying that Stedman, what Stedman brings to the relationship is that what thing that matters more than finances, which is that emotional. Uh why she ain't marry him now. Why she ain't marry him? Be, uh, it could be if I don't know, 
Man, you know what? I think she has a podcast where she talks about that. But okay. anyway, but anyway, <laughs> my point. That's the extreme, what, though. That's an what extreme. I want to say. Yeah, what I want to say, though, she, to she's that. A billionaire. Maybe she's protecting her her assets. Maybe it's not good for business. Maybe her marrying him is not good for the business that got her to the point where she so, is today. So she but, controls that. What I'm saying, ultimately, a woman's going to control how the man leads, right? Maybe the man never. Maybe he never asked for marriage. Maybe he's like, hey, look, I don't want to marry you. And maybe that's the, his car. Maybe that's, that's true. The moment, he, act, the moment he acks to get to marry her and she says no, it's going to put turmoil in their relationship. He's I mean, going to be disgruntled. That was put turmoil in any relationship. Yeah, any like, relationship. He said, no, I'm not going to put turmoil in any relationship. If you ask let's... a woman to marry you, are you and she says no, are you staying with her? It's over. It depends It depends on how she say no. It ain't no depending on shit. No, it is. Because you got to think about it. Like, if you, you just don't have it, to think about it, if it's I want bro, listen, Angel, said, Angel. Said, no, I don't want right, to let me connect you. with Angel. Let me connect with Angel real quick. Go ahead. Because y'all tripping. <laughs> Angel, you're raising your daughters to be in, you know, let me not use the word strong before I trigger somebody, but to be quality women. <laughs> quality women, right? Yes. And one day you know they're gonna date. Right. There's gonna be men that are gonna be attracted to your daughters. And if a man comes to your house. Three months after he meets your daughter, talking about, I want to marry your daughter, right? Or let's not even say he goes that route. Let's just say he goes straight to her in love with your daughter, and it's like, will you marry me? Bro, get the hell out I of here. Thank you. No, you, no. you want your daughter to say that. Why? So Why? Bro, what do you mean, why? He didn't even have the respect to come to me and say, hey, I'm one, dating your daughter. Is that two, the only reason? You is that the no, reason? no, it's that's too soon. That's, it's like that's the, one of many. That's one I, of many. I, I, thought you get, I thought you get married for the mindset, though. You do. No, no, you don't a, learn that's that in the, three that's months. That's already the wrong Yo. mindset right there. Yeah, I, I look, the look, look, look. No, let me go back because mm. Chris, the Chris is not understanding the mindset part. All right, let, let's put it this way, right? Somebody with, with a, how do I say that? A good head on his shoulders, right? Somebody that that has a a positive mindset in life is going to be attracting positive things all around him, right? So it's going to attract the a, a good match, right? That match, let's say she makes a little bit more money than he does, right? In that relationship, as that relationship grows, there is going to be, because there's that, there, both of the mindsets there are, are a match. And you guys are, uh, you know, developing, you know, new habits and, and creating new things in, in, in your relationship. Because as a man, right? you're going to be able to lay lay everything out to where she's going to be okay with you Angel, running things. you have to have money and you have to have something substantial to go with I did not say I did not say the guy's That's broke it. and she has the money I'm saying she makes more than him right Okay well what I'm saying is that a, a mindset alone is not going to convince a woman to stay with you I know too many good able able-minded people without money that are alone I just know too many good ones You're crazy bro bro you, you got to think this about is where, this can, is where let, let me get a little raunchy with you Think about, I hate this, but we, all right, we might have to cut this, but think about pimps and prostitutes. The yeah. pimp never give that girl no money, never puts a dime in her pocket. Everything that she benefits from, she earns and works for. Like the hotel rooms that they sleep in, the food she eat, the clothes she wears, she funds it. I agree. But she, but she commits to that pimp because... And I'm not at all equating Stepman or any man, other man, to a pimp. I hate that shit. But I'm no, just but saying, like, right. it's the mindset. But I'm saying they it's they mindset. they commit to that. They choose that pimp because of the mindset. 
Yeah, so even, even prostitutes, yeah. and I'm not saying that they are less quality. Of, okay, fuck it. A prostitute, bro, can think, can can recognize a good mindset that that's beneficial to her. So a mindset that's that tells her I can protect you. You know, he don't have to kill nobody to show her. Oh, I can protect you. No, he just talked to her, game her up. I can make you feel safe. I can make you feel loved. I can make you feel beautiful. I can make sure you eat every night. I'll make sure you have clothes. I'll be your daddy, basically. These pimps do to these girls, mm-hmm. right? And then the girl sells her body, bro, her organs. She sells her body, put it for up for rent for this man. So you can't tell me that mindset is not stronger than a, than dollar. Mindset is what brings the dollar, what gets the dollar for a man that did no work. What, what? He did no work. Okay. I mean, he's right about yeah. that, though, about, yeah. you know, the mindset and I hate to use, like he said, pimping, but there's a lot of women. This is going, just let it roll. Bro, right. this, bro I mean, this may, this goes, yeah, it's good. We kind of. It's crazy, crazy but, but, but look, but it's look, a slippery but look. slope because now you're going to say, the woman's going to say, oh, you think you a pimp because you make them, I'm making more than you. No, 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 no. We, we can it, clean we're it up. Them, we're giving, we're giving an excuse to not accepts a man who makes less money than them. I hate that I use that as an example, but it's but the worst. Right. It's the you worst right. example you could use. No, no, we you, can I clean really it up. want you guys to understand that the mindset, yeah, has we so can. much more value than money when it comes to getting in the, pimp, in the pimp game. But we talking about marriage. I'm not talking about a relationship. I'm talking about marriage. And what your woman is saying, I'm going to give my life to you. I'm going to trust that you have the that you're going to take care of me. Right. And I'm telling you that if all you have is a good mind, she ain't she ain't signing up for just tell you a good something. mind. No, no. I don't care what you say. All right. Some so women, some women will. Yeah. Some women won't. Right. Yeah. And there's right. different types. Right. And so you have, like I said, you have to know what, what game you're playing and who you with sure. and what kind of woman you should be attracting. So you can't be with a gold digger talking about my mindset. Right. <laughs> okay. You got, she won't get it. But but trust me, I got it. I got it's the plan. Like she's not mm-hmm. gonna she don't want to see that. She won't you know get what it. I mean? So she's like, bro, show me the green. Yeah. Show me the gold. <laughs> and this is what I'm saying, Chris. Go ahead, this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. So so there's no match there. You're not in tune. When I, when, I, when I say mindset, right? You're tuning in the right person to come to you, right? So let's say what I'm saying, right? Let's say she makes more. That mindset you have, not saying that you're broke, you're making good money, right? Let's just put it in, in this situation. She's going to see that you're putting in your end, your initiative to make everything all around the relationship, the emotional aspect, the security, the money, all of that's going to be always going to be secured. She's going to see that. And you're going to be leading as the man. Money just becomes less important to her. The more money she has, money becomes less less important to her. And guess what? Guess what he's going to do with her bag? He's going to help her multiply her bag. Yes, How you going to multiply her multiply. bag? You couldn't multiply your fucking bag. Well, you Yo, can multiply your bag, too. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm full of shit today. You can't do it. Yo, how you going to teach me how to make money? You can't make no money. Oh, Jason just explained you know, it, bro. He just explained it, bro. Chris, let's say... Let's cut say, that part out, though. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. It's good. Let's just say... Let's just say she has... She... How do I put it? Let's say she has her candle business. Let's just say she's making half a million dollars a year. Candle business. I actually know somebody that's doing that, right? You come in, you making your own bag, you got your own thing going on. You bring your your mindset, right? You bring a different idea to what she's doing. You just elevated, like you brought something else, you tweaked it. You saw something that needed a, a little bit more of a, of a tweak. 
Ain't no point of you know being changed. Yeah, y'all got it. She right, sees that. <laughs> I think oh, in that situation, Angel, you. if you, in that situation, if you can step in and add value to her, that's business, what I'm trying to say. I think she would admire that. They appreciate that. You would be a business partner, not her husband. If you, no. if that's all you bring it to no. the table. And I just asked you, marriage is though. That's what a marriage is though. Yeah, but, yeah, but you don't have to be married to be a business partner. You understand what I'm saying? You know, no, but I, but Chris, I'm not, I, I was putting the money aspect into consideration, but I'm saying she's going to, that, that mindset that you're bringing to the table, you know what I mean? And that mindset is a million different things. Right. There's no cookie cutter. So I'm not you gonna let your daughter marry a broke guy. A what? You're going to, you're going to let your daughter marry a broke guy. Some, some dude that ain't got no money. He's not gonna have control. He's still going. He's still going back to. He gotta say so. Who is his daughter? He can suggest, but he can't force her to marry. First, force them to marry who. Let me tell you. He can can sex some shit up. (laughs) He don't want her to marry. He can sex some shit. Yeah, exactly. He can. But you know what? All you gonna do is cause the the kid to rebel. And she's gonna run away. They're gonna run away from you. Yeah, gonna lose them. But but listen, if 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 that kid comes to me and we sit down, we have conversations. I'm able right? To see what she sees in him, right? Uh, you know, we're able to have these sit downs. I see that he's making the effort. I see that there's more to, uh, you know, the, you know, what's in his pockets and what what's in his bank account. Cause that's, I've seen people with the right mindset, man, turn a hundred dollars to a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? But so he to do it. He would have did it. Hey Angel, bro, you have some, you have some crazy examples. You got hundred dollars to a million. If he do, if he, if he candle, do what he would do it. Candle company that makes half a million a year, bro. I love candles, as you can see. All right, but I'm telling you, no, my I, I know that. Bro. That's, that's, that's facts. Though. That's facts. I do. I need to, I need to see bro, her bro, uh, happens, statement, bro. her annual my, statement. Bro, it happens, bro. My family friend, I'm telling you, the husband was not making that much money. He got on his real estate game. Right. I'm a multi-millionaire mogul. See and now he's he's like one of the biggest real estate um, investors in the Valley area. Yeah, but she married potential, and he probably had more than just a mindset. Was what she I'm married saying. the mindset, bro? She That's made, it. She no, the potential. Baby, the potential is the mindset. The potential is not the, the potential is not the mindset. That's yes, it is, bro. All right. No, I don't know. I don't know. I agree with Baker. I don't know if the potential is the mindset because I, you could look at a girl and look at anybody and say, "Oh, this person got potential." But in actuality, like you could have the build of an NBA player. You could be six foot seven. That ain't potential. That's the build. Bro, that's potential. It's a lot of tall dudes that work at the bank. But if you don't have that work, they're going to go to the NBA. That's right. I'm saying if you don't have that work ethic, though, bro. Then that's the mindset. So did he have the work ethic? Right. Back to mindset. Mindset do not necessarily go hand in hand, bro. But bro, we, I guarantee you, your aunt. So y'all go talk to some of these homeless your people. Uncle, <laughs> no, no, no. Your aunt saw your uncle speaking all these ideas, speaking his mind, you know, explaining and, and throughout all of that. She saw, hey, you know. Yeah, I know. And this we just said, and we just said finances is number one reason for divorce, but we're gonna marry off a of mindset. Don't worry about it. Let's move on. We good. <laughs> don't worry about it. Say, don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. I'm telling you, bro, that's where that's where the money comes from anyway. This is what? That, that, the right mindset. If you're not working on yourself, if you're not putting if you're not spending, that ain't where the money come from. The money come from investing. the work. The money come from the work, not the mindset. Faith without works is dead. I don't care what you say. You got to work. You got to put in the work. It don't come. You can have a great Bro, thought. If you don't put in the work, it don't mean shit. Putting in the work means investing in yourself too, All right. right? All right. You're growing. It's crazy. Changes. 
I agree with both. I agree with both. You guys guys are both right. No, yeah, yeah, I agree with Chris too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to you got to put in the word, bro. I'm not saying you sit down and just they're gonna have a preference and which one they're gonna prefer. Right. Yeah, that's true. And that's that's imagine like some women that make so much money, bro, that it's hard to find a man that can even stack up to them. So do they just stay lonely for the rest of their life, or do they try to find a partner with the right? Well, there you go. Huh? There you go. There's there's a certain amount of intimidation that might come into play with with a man or dealing with a woman in that level. She may never find somebody on her level. So she may be like your homegirl that's Ooh, dating down, not down, but you know, yeah. <laughs> the girl with the properties dating the guy that's just doing his own thing. That- let me tell you. Let me say something to all these qualified women that's listening. <laughs> hey man, call me now for your free time. No phone, phone numbers I'm, in the uh, description. I'm off the market, baby. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. That's not all I have to say. I just, I just hope that one day they can see beyond. They can see, look into themselves and see the bullshit that they're looking for out in the streets. Like they, a lot of these women are looking for Tupac in a suit. Tupac ain't coming in a suit. You ain't gonna get the thug that also work in the Fortune 500 company and runs board meetings. In the America's Most Wanted video, he did have a suit on, bro. It was also the America's Most Wanted video. (laughs) So, (laughs) so (laughs) all I'm saying is that you gotta maybe change your taste. Just try something new. And I ain't talk. I'm not necessarily talking outside of your race, because I know that's a big thing, especially with black women and all people. A lot of people don't like to date outside their race. But if you want to do that, hey, try it. Go outside your race. But you, you want to cut this short now at this point. You're like, all right, all right, yeah, that's another con- <laughs> cut this out. No, that's another I, I conversation, though. This might not make it, ladies, because Baker, had, Baker <laughs> has his own wait, wait. personal internal issue. <laughs> but I, all I'm saying is change your taste a little bit no, but look, let, me, let me add on to that bro because remember when we were younger right mm-hmm. girls wanted the gang members they wanted the thugs what they found attractive back then is not who they find attractive right now wow. right yes. so yes. that's just going along with what you said though they need to take a hard look in the mirror and look at their preference and they might and the older they get and the older we get we start making adjustments on the preference, right? Sure. Like we was young, mm-hmm. wanted the blot owl, you know? And now you want somebody with a good head on their shoulders, you know, that's still you're attracted to, but right. that's more important than just, you know, yeah. cool. I think that if you, if you, I hear your point too, but there are also these women that, did, that aren't gonna, they're not going to, they're not going to relate to wanting ever wanting to date a gangbanger or, or dating somebody that's living that kind of lifestyle, but rather they wanted someone that looked a certain way or that acted a certain way or is this popular or this fly. A lot of these dudes, at least that I work with, and I'm not race specific, but they nerds, bro. Yeah. You know, so, and I'm not saying you got to date somebody who you don't connect with at all, but just kind of, not lower your standards, but shift your standards to see other things. Not necessarily how cool this person. Yeah, prioritize. Like, what are you? What are you looking for in your partner? What are the things you want to like, and what are the things that are mandatory? Like, they got to come with this, and don't have a list. You know that that comes out in the scroll. Like, there's a few things. You standardize the nerds, though. The nerds are the ones winning, though. The ones that were nerds in high school. The problem is that they winning, but they not, but they're not marrying the people that's around us. Because Because a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends are not married. Females, they're not married. 
Because and the, but, but the, the nerds I know are because these dudes are not well rounded. No, it's not. It's not the. It's because it ain't enough people for everybody. It's, their it's gonna be some people left over. Some people ain't gonna make it. I agree with Baker. Uh, the, some of the men are not well rounded. They don't have everything. Bro, they no, don't have. The, bro, there's the women. It's the men that they choose. It's both. It's both they sides of it. They date these same so, type of guys and be mad when it don't work out. So yeah, I'm saying, what I'm saying B, is that you got men who are not well rounded. And women who are looking for men that don't have those other sides that are not rounded, <laughs> you know, they're looking, I mean, they have those other sides rounded, right? So you got the guy that has everything on this end will provide, you know, a great future stability, emotional stability, but he dresses whack. He probably, you know, doesn't have a good barber. I don't know. Like he, this is not as fly. Because I'm not talking about That's facts, though. I'm not talking about game bangers. Like, if you're still thinking about that, bro, this ain't you shouldn't even be we watching the podcast. Yeah, we, we ain't talking to you. Like, yeah, don't turn this off. I was using that as an example. I'm not saying. I, no, I got you. I got you. But I, I'm talking about another class of women who I, I'm around more, yeah. which and they're my friends. These are people in my associate circles, right? They are um, losing hope, man. And that they could find them, that they could be with a man, but it's not going to be what you see on Instagram, where you got these fly dudes with bald heads and they great and, and they buff and cut and they got an apartment in you know New Jersey somewhere. Like, and they <laughs> the thing that tripped me out about Instagram the most is people are making money and getting followers on just showing their daily routine, like them making their bed in the morning, like the yeah, candle, vacuum in the floor, <laughs> brushing, they, brushing their teeth. <laughs> Why does this head? person have like 123,000 followers? Like who? Okay. But anyway, I digress. But my point is that that's fly. You content creator dope, but I don't know what that comes with, but I imagine that he, the content that he's creating, which is the single guy who's living a bachelor life that looks amazing. And you're following this guy. He's getting paid from this. Why? This is what you're looking for, right? Why would that guy give up his that money lifestyle. that he's making, mm-hmm. that lifestyle, mm-hmm. to welcome you in, and then all I of a sudden, all somebody changes. into the picture, yeah. mm-hmm. bringing somebody into that picture, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, his even his business changes. The whole dynamic changes. The whole everything. dynamic changes. So everything. Long story short, quit looking at these goddamn content creators, man. Go look for the, the CPA dude. Go look for the CPA. Go but, look for the cop. Go look for the. <laughs> but for the CPA dude. You got it. Like, I, 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 I want to turn on <laughs> I have an 11 year old son. It is, I'm trying to build the best well rounded man that I can. So I want him to be able to be able to operate himself in a white, or if, if he chooses to do a white collar job or if he chooses to do a blue collar job, but he's also be able to go to the barbershop and hold a conversation with a bunch of dudes, right? Or be fly enough to be able to dress fly at work and dress fly for an after hour spot, right? I think it's important to be able, to do both because at that point you then open you can open up your arms a little more and scoop all the women in that are looking for that. You are doing the world a service by grooming your, your young boy to become a man like that. Yeah. Yeah. But the truth is that most men don't come like that. I agree. I, it's, so, it's, 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 it is, and it's very hard to do. Like I try to prioritize uh, how important at this point is um mathnasium versus sports, right? Or how important sports is to like learning an instrument. Mm-hmm. Or how important hey, is that hey, to like my son? He, he doesn't see understand. this, Jay. What is he doing? He's molding he's his mindset. mindset. It, ain't got, it ain't got shit to do with a mindset. <laughs> it don't have shit to do with a mindset. Oh, it don't. Molding, 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 molding. I knew you were gonna say that's why I helped you out. <laughs> it don't have nothing to do with the mindset. Chris, another lesson you want to give which is, which is him is that it, I got from my dad that was important. What's that? Was friend selection. 
Yes, it's mm. you can do all of that. You can do all of this right here, and he meets the wrong fucking dude, and it's over. And that shit's all over, over with. So, so that's yeah, that's I think that's you know important what? too. My mom used to be like, mm, something ain't right with him. Oh yeah, and like, they knew. So parent, the parents know. Like, no, <laughs> no, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They're like, no, no, no. Uh-uh. What that were was- they building? Our mindset. They were protecting our mindsets. Yes. I'm gonna tell they you were, a story. They were, birds of a feather flock together. Flock Why? Because they have the same mindset. Yeah. Like they know grade. we're gonna. Uh huh. Go ahead. Do your no, thing. no. I'm sorry. No. But ninth grade, first day of school, my mom picks me up, and I, I'm gonna tell you. I might bleep out the name. I'm gonna tell you the name, but I'm gonna bleep it out. Okay, all right, all right. My mom sees a young, uh, a dude running across and he acted a fool, right? And she was like, she pulled me aside. She was like, stay away from him. Right. <laughs> Bro, Can I guess the name? name? Can I guess the name? Send it in the group chat. Send the name Can I guess? Yeah, send oh, okay. in the group chat. <laughs> I, I, I promise you guys, you guys are gonna know who it is. Is he our age? Here. He was in our class? Yep, right. I just sent the name. I, I knew it. it, I knew uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew wow. it. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. And look, so I knew it too. Yeah, I knew it too. I knew it. I knew it. That's why I asked. I said, "Was he our age?" I said, I knew exactly what it was. Maybe no. I can picture it in my head. That's yeah. crazy. I can picture that doing that shit. I knew it too. Yeah. Yeah. And look, was and, only one person. And, and he was. We, I mean, we went to a small school. The listeners know it, goddamn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a good dude. Good dude. But he could get you with some shit, right? Yeah. Really oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably one of the best friends you want if you were the cold part is he'd get out the shit. And you'll be the one in double. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there it is. Man. Uh, Birds man. of a feather, man. Your mom is protecting your mindset that she's been grooming. Yeah. And all yeah. I'm saying is to the ladies, I hope that what I said is is was kind. I hope that I wasn't rude. And to the content creators, you guys are great people. I'm not saying that <laughs> the women should be attracted to you. I'm just saying any woman that's looking for their husband in their 30s or approaching it um, or, or older, yo, it's time to shift your mindset. So look at your core values, like really iron those out. Look internally. Don't look outside of what other people have. Iron those out. And then that will help you guide through the, the weeds of this life where there's so many different flavors and types and and attractive things that are attractive but yeah. if they don't fit your core values which again don't make it a scroll maybe five things max like that's that's a lot but three to five if they don't fit those then that person is disqualified and you move on until you find somebody that fits those but they may not look they may not come with the wrapping they may not look like what you want they don't come with the shiny wrapping that you expected to come in but if you stay in the pocket if you st- stick in there you'll see that it's the beautiful gift that god sent just for you that's all I'm saying. That's yeah. a great word. Be, be you what you want to attract. Yeah. Uh, be, what say, wanna, be what you want to attract. All right. Be what you want to attract. In today's day and age, the business suit, is it overrated or underrated? Because I had someone, someone who I know works in HR told mm-hmm. me that most people don't even wear business suits to interviews anymore. I feel like you're saying that because I brought up the Tupac and the suit thing. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. So V is like, I'm Tupac. So let me ask you. But what about that suit? You know, y'all think it's underrated, overrated. Uh, when is the I last think... time y'all put on a full fledged suit? I just put on a suit. Yeah, I just put on a suit too. Last week. Last week. Okay. Yeah, last, I, I say maybe last month. So it's probably yeah. rated to y'all. For I think sure. it's underrated. But it depends on the I think it's underrated too. I think it's It depends on the situation, right? Like we're talking about professionalism right it depends on where you work a suit is is uh underrated or inappropriate in some settings i say that depending on where you're like bro don't show up to starbucks interview in a okay. suit 
Yep. Okay. You get what I'm saying? But if you're okay. going to go get a, a white collar job, a managerial job, you you need to wear, you know, a suit, even if you're not going to wear a tie, because maybe the tie is a little bit too traditional these days, but you wear a, a poplin white shirt, a nice blue suit. Suits are definitely properly, properly rated. And I'll say that they're underrated, actually, underrated. Underrated. because what I what I love to do is I like dressing up and going on dates. And that's like a requirement for me. Like you got to be OK with dressing up. If you don't like getting dressed for like you go on a prom at least once a month, you're probably not going to like going out with me because I don't make <laughs> you feel weird about it. So that's just me. I like getting dressed. I like dressing up and going out to nice places to eat. Yeah, I love I love a good fitted suit, man. Uh the Italian fit is the best fit, in my opinion, over the American fit. And just like I Jason, man, I, I love. It's a big difference. Uh, it's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> literally a big the difference. difference. <laughs> the difference is like the pants leg for sure. Like the and the and the coat. The, well, the, the area is tailored, the arms mm-hmm. and the waist, you know, the length of the. Uh, you put gotta, on a Tommy Hilfiger suit. You got to be in and, shape, though, to wear that, though. You got to be like in prime shape to wear no, you just got to get it cut to your body because you don't have to be in prime shape to wear a nice suit or Italian suit. No, you just got to Italian fit. I mean, don't no, you, right unless you're. It's not one fit. Bro, it's I'm all about your that, fit. I'm not saying everybody needs to wear an Italian fit. I'm saying I, that's my preference. Everywhere. Yeah, that, that's the only. That's the only suit you got is an that's, Italian that's, fit. I'm looking at it now. I like. Yeah, yeah. That's the fit I like. Yeah. Bro, go to Zara. Zara is a Spanish company. They got nice suits. They do. You can go to you can go to um, go to Men's Warehouse. They got nice suits, and they have yeah, suits men's, from men's all over. Men's Warehouse, you might see a little too a little too boxy of suits in there. No, 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 no. They have variations. They have variations, most definitely, and they have a lot of casual clothes that are pretty good for guys our age. But I, but I'll say this though: I think the conversation is more so not necessarily about nice suits, ugly suits. It's more so like, are they underrated and are we not like wearing them enough? I feel like we don't wear suits enough. We and need I, to do, uh-huh, go ahead. You know what, I, I point to, I know B might give me some pushback on this, is when we stop asking people to dress up for church, right? That was a big, that, I think that was a big uh, focal point of when we start wearing suits. Because you think about it, you really know how to dress up, or at least I learned how to dress up by going to church, church. Time, right? That's true. Right, and so we have a generation of, uh, young men and young women that's coming up that didn't that wasn't held to that standard right and so you start they start to look crazy when they don't know how to put on a suit right they don't know how to button up uh, the, the buttons on the they suit they don't do tie right 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 it's, i think I, so, they just want to i think people just want to feel comfortable and for some business suits are uncomfortable the shoes are not really as comfortable as sneaks sure you know like so you like I was at a funeral this weekend. I was in my business suit and I'm like, man, I wish I would have bought a change of clothes. You know, <laughs> it looked sharp at the funeral. But once the funeral was over, I'm at the repast and I'm walking around. Hard bottoms. <laughs> hard bottoms. <laughs> I can tell you, you don't, you don't dress up often because after a while you, get, you don't even hear that no more. <laughs> no, like, 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 can you take this, take this pan of uh, yams and put it in the <laughs> Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> and there's water on the floor you like <laughs> you need to dress up more Come on, man. Yeah. all right Kibo please give us your two cents man uh, I think it's properly rated uh, there's a time and place for everything and I think it's important to know the time and the place so 
So yeah, man, you, you got it. We got to, Hey, I, I agree with Baker. I didn't never look at it that way, Baker, because I would always think that, you know, come as you are is so important, sure. but I, if we're looking at it from a cultural standpoint, if we're talking about our generation's culture, I think we have devalued the, the essence of dressing up. It yeah. looks so good. It feels good to me. I know that you were uncomfortable at the repast. I get what you're saying, but it feel, I feel good when I look good. I feel, I feel good when, when I wear my suit, bro. Same. Maybe you just need some better shoes and spend a little bit more money instead yo, of going yo, to Ross. Who said, who said they go to Ross and buy their shoes? Or get the shoes on the street. I got my shoes from Nordstrom's, bro. Don't play. I got my shoes. Yeah. Nordstrom's are Nordstrom's rack. It's a difference there. Nordstrom's, I got my Nordstrom's rack, though. <laughs> but it was worth it in Nordstrom's. Don't go to Costco's for that. Don't get them at Costco. But... I, I mean, and again, it just comes with time. Like over time, you will become more and more comfortable. You will recognize, okay, this suit fit, I could this fit, I could wear all day. Uh, maybe I need something that's more has more uh, elasticity in it. Maybe I need a suit that you know I, that's more breathable because I don't wear linen suits. I don't wear those no more. I used to, but I don't like the look on me. Some other people look great in linen, linen, but I've recognized like yeah, that ain't my thing. I don't even wear certain colors. Like I'm very much a blue, black, gray. Great. And that's basically that's it. it. Maybe may, if, I, if I'm aware, um, if I'm going to wear a blazer, right, it might be a different color. I might throw in there sure. uh, a brown or you know, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what do you call that? Blood ox? We call that dark red, whatever. But mm. ox blood um, color, I might throw in a red. I might throw in, you know, a brown or something. But for the most part, I keep it simple. Um, but you, where do you buy your suits from? Where you buy them? I buy my suits. <laughs> men's warehouses are. Yeah, it's and, and, and maybe uh, if I need a really nice suit, I'll probably go to uh, Nordstrom's and buy like a Hugo suit or something like that. So nobody goes downtown. Y'all don't go downtown. I go downtown. Okay, all right. I go downtown for That's sure. Real suit. Y'all crazy. Y'all go. Y'all go through all that. The alley. Yeah. Not the alley, bro. bro Yo, what's up with Jay? Man? What's up? Like Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, the alley. I would pay to avoid the stress. If y'all have not noticed that thing for me, that thing, Taylor. Anything that's stress stressful, like finding park and going to a hundred stores to find a suit, I ain't doing it. But the customer service is on point there they go oh for sure thing together so this shirt go with this tie this that and the third and then you can haggle with the price so you're right it is a little bit more of a chaotic but you might save some money it just i don't like dealing with that part you might not save money to be honest with you depending on where you go it like it's, they're not cheap. The it's just the fact <laughs> no. that they have a variety and they've been doing this for a long time you yeah. can go to men's warehouse but <laughs> somebody else might have that suit on when you go to the party that you're going to or the event. That's true, because they don't have as much of a selection. It's true. Right. right. The, the, what they do have is high quality, I think. I, I'll tell you. <laughs> I want to I bought one of those uh three suits for a hundred dollars. Oh, see, that's oh, a yeah, I had, oh, yeah, I got oh. Oh, that motherfucker fell off of boxy, me. <laughs> they were single, single use suits, bro. You wear those one day, throw it away. When you it's get on, man. Throw them suits away, man. Three for hundred. Just imagine that you got you got a suit for thirty three dollars. The whole suit, top and bottom, shirt, the tie, everything. Bro, that suit is melting as soon as you put it on, bro. You have a better chance renting. Bro, that was a long time ago, bro. Yeah, I was like fifteen. Easily fifteen years ago. Matter of fact, the job that I'm working right now, 
I went and got one of those suits and I got the job. But in the middle of the interview, like the buttons were falling <laughs> off and shit. It was, it was, it was, was fucking yeah, like, like, nah, <laughs> don't tell me, don't tell me you left the tag on the sleeve, right? You took that. No, tag. I, no, I wanted that I wanted that price off of that one. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. All right, man. All that's right, it. Bro. That's it, man. Somebody take us yeah, home, man. bro. Yo, chemo. <laughs> Bro, you always freeze up, bro. Hey, man, here we go. We good. I got this. Hey, this has been another episode of the Southwest Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. I'm Jason. We got Chris, Angel, Kimo, and Brandon with us tonight. Peace. 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 Please hang up and try again.